Welcome, everybody, to the Racetech FXR Racing Privateer Island Life Podcast number 36. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. And thanks to uh, the privateers that uh, give us uh, ammunition for doing this show each week. And thank you to our sponsors for making it happen. Uh, Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Whether it's motors or suspension, Racetech has got you dialed. They do it... um, uh, they work with, tightly with the uh, Hep Suzuki team, motors and suspension. They do suspension for Vince Freeze. Uh, they do a lot of things for a lot of privateers on the pits, and we thank the folks at Racetech. Discover why more top privateers trust Racetech. Mention Pulp MX to get a special listener discount on your high-performance suspension or motor needs. Uh, they've been in business for a long time. They're great guys down there at Racetech. Big part of a lot of things we do on the Pulp Show and everything. So uh, please celebrate them and and, uh, and give them some business. As well, FXR Racing, you've seen this gear on on more and more riders all the time. Jimmy Dakotas is going to rock it on the East Coast. Kyle Peters, uh, among others. FXR Racing. Uh, treat yourself right by going to fxrracing.com. Go uh, PulpMX30 code. Uh, it saves you 30% off your next gear purchase. Designed by racers for racers. And, of course, if you watch the X Games uh, Snowbike uh, seemed like half the field were wearing FXR gear. You couldn't miss it, um, including the uh, gold and silver medalists, I believe, were wearing FXR. So we thank those guys as well. This is Privateer Island Life 36 with a privateer that uh, came out of the gate this year. A lot of people are asking, who was he? Who, what's his deal? He's made two other first four mains in the 250 West Series. Uh, done pretty well. Carlin Gardner. What's up, Carlin? How are you, man? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. How about yourself? I'm good. Thank you for the time for coming on. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those guys that I didn't know much about you. Did some research, did some texts, and uh, yeah, let's find out more about you, man. So, first up, yeah, uh, awesome. first up, Glendale. You, at some point in practice, you were flying through the air. It, it didn't look good. Uh, how? What happened? Well, how was it? Were you all right? Yeah, long story with practice. I I was I was a mess at practice. I actually ended up having two get off the exact same way. Okay. Um, yeah, it all started with. I mean, I went through the first time or the first uh, open practice, mm-hmm. and it was muddy, so I didn't didn't really do too much. Just kind of cruised around, and then uh, went up into the stands and had my headset on and was talking to my trainer and stuff, and ended up. Long story, but ended up missing the B practice, the first time qualifying session. What? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) You missed it. Yeah. Okay. So, well, (laughs) I ended up, well, because, well, I I ran up and was watching the other practices, and when I went back to try to go back down, they didn't let me go down the stairs to go down below. Like, they were trying to make me leave the stadium, come all the way back out and walk in. Like, like, are you kidding me? Did you have your gear on? Yeah, gear on, help, like everything. And you had, and they just were like, where's your pass? Or what? No, well, they said they they said they closed it off at that time. <laughs> really? So by the time I got someone to let me through, they were already on the track. No way! I've never. It was like it was it was like a nightmare. Did you try just busting through the guy and just be like, because the first Feld guy you see, they'll let you down. You know what I mean? Like, like it's it's obviously the security was wrong. So. Yeah, well, I, and and I'm not the kind of person. That, I mean, if they're telling me no, I just want to. I just I still want to bust through because then once then I have people chasing me, security chasing <laughs> yes, me going down yes, at the yeah. bottom. I don't really want that either. No, Hanny did it one year in Toronto, and he ended up in a headlock. It was ugly. So yeah, see, I, I didn't want to get in the worst situation. <laughs> right, right. Jeez, dude, that's yeah, crazy. So I was already I was already panicked and everything. I missed practice, but the AMA guy was really cool and said I could just drop down to C. Everyone was giving me a bunch of crap for it, but <laughs> I had no other option. Um, 
Well, dude, there's a difference between B and C. So as a, as a guy who's made some mains and is right there, did you notice a hard time to get a lap in? Well, actually, it's almost somewhat better because there's only been six or seven guys in C. True. True. They're, they're yes. slamming A and B right. tight, and then you know the C class or the C practice is just not that many guys. So it almost was a little bit better, but I was so panicked, like that yeah. I missed my practice. I was like, all right, I have to jump out front. I have to like, get away from these guys and set down really fast laps real quick. Well, ended up just riding over my head and panicked, and it was just not <laughs> oh. how I normally ride, and I Dude. just kept crashing and stuff, and it was just it was pathetic. Oh, were you? So yeah, you were stressed, huh? I was just I was just way overwhelmed and trying to just do stuff that I didn't need to do and I just needed to calm down. Um and also too, I wrote about this in my column today. Now the sand section, they changed it between the second and third praxis. Now Dude, luck, yeah, luck, I, what? Go ahead. That, that that it almost killed me first time session. <laughs> well, here's the thing. If they had changed it for the worse, like everybody's second practice, the first timed one, uh, I call it the second one because there's three practices, so I don't want to hear it from anybody yeah, giving yeah, me yeah. shit about it. There's three practices. Um, the second one was slower, and I think because they just had the sand was deeper and it was more of a messed up uh, little lane, so they added some whoops or jumps in their doubles, and so everybody's third practice was quicker. But if it had been reversed, Carlin, you would have had one practice session and probably had very little chance to get into the fast forty even. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad how it worked out how it did. But even even on the second session, they they went from three small rolled out rollers to basically six four foot tall whoops. Like, yeah, yeah. And they didn't tell they didn't tell anyone. And I I came around first first time session, the second practice, and like literally first lap went to land off the finish line, do a hot lap while I had my clear tracks. Yeah. I came around the corner and I already had a bunch of speed built up, and I was like, <laughs> oh, this is gonna go real bad. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but between missing the practice and that, dude. No, dude, that was yeah. it was one one pathetic and, and dumb day at practice. People were looking at me like, "What is this right. guy doing? What is happening with this dude?" Um, and uh, you got fourth in the LCQ, just made it into the main event, um, your second main of the year, and uh, my fantasy pick, Chase Marquet, was fifth. And uh, no offense to you, Carlin, <laughs> but I was really hoping he was going to get get into that main. So, um, but yeah, no, nice job. And again, like you said, you had two hard practice, two hard crashes. Like what happened there? Talk, talk us through that. Well, the, a couple of the lanes, the one before the finish line and the one before, after the start straight, yep. they kind of, they kind of turned yes. a little bit yes. as, as you went through the sec, the section, it turned. Well, the first, the first crash was the, the section after the start straight where yep. people were going single over table and then double or triple double or whatever it was. Yep. And yep. I was going outside on off double double oh well you were like one of the and only the, dudes doing that yeah i think i i yeah, i think i was the only one all night long doing it <laughs> but i couldn't for some reason i couldn't for to save my life i couldn't figure out how to get over that that first single over table i don't know how what okay. i was doing i just couldn't do it yeah but yeah i just ended up jumping straight after the on off and just landing the tough blocks and, and bike kicked out for me and then uh, the second crash was the one before the the finish line and i like I don't know. It's weird. I, I just came out of the corner, double table over single, and that yep. triple in the middle. Like I just slid up the lip a bit, just enough to change me to jump straight instead of turning, basically, and just just land in the tough blocks again and just kick me out. It was just just dumb crashes. Um, yeah, like I don't understand the the jump after the first turn. Okay, so like we said, you're maybe the only guy that was going on off. Like literally half the track is just useless, just useless. Yeah. 
And, and I don't understand why the track builders, because, okay, for one, it was slower. For two, you have to go so slow to stay to the left side to jump on and off. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you had to creep around the inside corner. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, I, I was definitely losing a lot of time there, but I was almost killing myself trying to get over that. It was an easy section, and yeah, yeah. and people who people who, I mean, I I, I just thought the, people who I didn't think could do it were doing it all day long, and yeah, I just yeah. didn't know why I couldn't get it, so I had to stick to doing that, so I know it was consistent. Right, right. Uh so okay, an eventful day at Glendale as we as we talk about. How was the? How's your season going? Two out of four mains. Um, how's it going? What you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. I mean, the first round last year, I didn't even make the top 40. So I was already, I was already stoked with the first round, qualified 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't have any expectations. I mean, I wanted to make the main, of course, but I was already stoked to start off the season how it did. Um, and then second round, yeah, I made it straight out of the heat. So I was like, shoot, this is how like I need to keep doing it. I'm definitely capable of doing it. So stoked there and then had had some good confidence for round three and then uh it was tough because you just had the pressure to qualify top 18 and yeah. i literally sat eight sat 18th until the last 30 seconds of the last practice the guy got me oh no way really oh geez. yeah so i bumped me to 19th and then went in the lcq with you know i was like okay like i can go win this thing but yeah. got a terrible start terrible start and then um, everything was going my way. People were crashing and taking each other out and, and everything i was just like oh thank you thank you and popped into fourth like first lap and i was like okay i just need to run here and uh i had a couple guys behind me that i knew were not afraid to stick it in for the last spot uh-huh and uh so i was like okay i'll, I'll go to pass for third and when i went to pass for third just unfortunate i fell into the kid's rut and he ran over my rear wheel and it like stopped my completely like my forward momentum and i just like fell off the bike real quick and just ruined it yeah i actually i remember that yeah i remember that crash because uh, yeah it was you were pretty much going to make it you pretty much would have made yeah. it, I, I think, anyway. And it was yeah. even it was even worse when I watched film that they, got, they were not even nearly as close as I thought. I did not need to make that pass when I did. Right, right. Um, so it was your second. It was your second ever main event, was it? Um, to start the year, right? You, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You made it in uh, in last year in, in Phoenix. So yep. So it kind of gets easier each time you make it, right? You kind of expect to be there. You kind of got to ride with that chip on your shoulder, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I I try not. I just I just try focusing on each weekend, not really trying to you know think about it too much. But in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, I need to be here. There's no no one's giving me any extra pressure to be in there other than myself. Yeah. Um. I mean, you just gotta to be anyone. You have to be consistently in them. So uh, that's just the only pressure I give myself. But yeah, it it's not easier as much as I just know I need to be there. Yep. Um, look, there's no doubt that one of the, the biggest disparities we have in Supercross is between a full factory 250F and a privateer effort. And even though you, I'm sure you have a great motor guy and he's doing well for you, do you sometimes see some of those guys jump things uh, on the teams and you're like, yeah, that's that's probably a lot easier on that bike? Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if it'd be because I've never ridden the bike at that, at that level, so right. I don't know if it, it's the bike or if it's just me because I'm the kind of guy who's I mean, as yep. as dumb as it is, for it's not going to really work out. I'll just I'll just say I'm not going to hit it. Like there's no need for me to hit that and kill myself this yeah. weekend. Like I'd rather rather make the whole season yep. than kill myself. And I don't really ever have a doubt in the bike necessarily as much as just my capability. Uh-huh. Um, um, so, but yeah, I mean, couple, couple. But luckily this year there's never not really been too much of that. No. But dude, how garbage were the two Anaheim tracks? Like seriously. The, the first 
one wasn't too bad. The whoops, okay. the, the whoop before the finish line were kind of scary because yep. they just built kind of backwards. Yeah. But um, I mean, I didn't think they were too bad. Yeah, Anaheim too. I mean, that was just it was just pretty pretty basic. I mean, there was no no separator, which I mean, the, no. the twenty dudes were separated by three seconds, which is insane. Yeah, no, I thought I thought Glendale was amazing. I thought it was just everything you want in a track, you know. Yeah, it was good. And I was I was stoked on the whoops. That's how all the whoops were like last year. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part, they need to keep doing that. Just they were they weren't too gnarly, but they weren't too easy. They were long, you know what I mean? It I don't know. I like to yeah. see tracks where the guy's skill comes out, you know, where if you're good, you yeah. can you can make something happen. Mm-hmm. Um so what's uh what's the plan? How do you get to the races? How who are you with? Who are you traveling with and all that? Uh, well, I, I mean, I kind of have my own team I built up with, with a truck and trailer. Okay. Uh, partnered up with partnered up with BWR engines. Um but yeah, it's just kind of my own support thing. My dad is my by far my biggest supporter mm-hmm. and he always has been. And so he uh as long as I'm doing everything I possibly can to better myself, he's full full behind me. So he he uh supplied me with a truck and oh, a mechanic awesome. who drives it around drives it around for me ninety percent of the time and yeah. um make it happen. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's a really good deal for sure. You know what I mean? Like that that's a huge help and uh and you're lucky to have him and that's 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 cool. You know, um, yeah, it's awesome. Hey, so first time I heard your name, no offense. First time I heard your name was when the seven deuce deuce told me about you. And I'm like, huh? So you, you're, you're central NorCal dude, whatever the central coast guy, whatever seven deuce deuce calls himself. Um, <laughs> and you, and you ride, you rode a Castile with him, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm from Paso Robles. So it's, it's about an hour, 20 minutes from, uh, where Adam is. And, uh, about an hour from north or south ranch. or what? Like which way? South. East, east oh. south of me. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like 20 minutes from San Luis Obispo. That usually helps people know where that's at oh, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. North north of San Luis Obispo. But yeah, and that's that's kind of the only track we ha- I have closest to me besides going down south. So um, he was he was kind enough to kind of kind of get me in the group to be one of the guys to ride Castillo this year, and it was a huge help. Yeah, how does that happen? How does that work? He just has to put in a word for you because it's, you know, it's a... Um, no, I mean, he kind of just, he's in charge this year. I mean, you always got to get a hold of Jim to get your name in there and make sure he's aware. But, but I mean, Adam, Adam's the guy in charge. And uh, so, I mean, you kind of got to go through him to make sure everything's cool. And yep. So he, he put in, he, he put in most of the work for the track and all that. So he's kind of the guy to get a hold of. Um, and did it, was it redone? The, Jason Baker did it, right? Um, I thought I think Schaefer. Oh, was Schaefer? Schaefer did it? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when when a guy like Roxon comes out, like, do you find yourself intimidated? Do you find yourself learning from him? Do you not want to not get out of his way, or how, how does that go for a kid like you? Uh, I was never the I was never there the days Roxon was there. Okay. Um. Yeah, I just just didn't work out. He uh he was there for about a month though, so, and I was there on I always rode like the off days and stuff. Yeah. Um. So I was never there the day he was there, but I knew lap times he was doing, which was insane. Um, <laughs> I know, right? So. Like, I, I, one time I asked the seven deuce deuce, like, like, uh, hey, dude, do you do you try to tuck in behind him and learn what you? can? He's like, no way, bro. He's so fast. I'm like, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I, I, by the lap, by the lap times, I mean, yeah. it's kind of kind of what you know from the from the race weekends. Like I would see my lap times compared to Ken's or something. It's almost the same. Like it's it's a pretty significant gap. No, he's from, he, from even a track he, we ride all the time. No, it's uh, it's pretty amazing when you see a guy like that. Like, and it's just like, 
Like, okay, like when I go dirt bike riding, like you would go by me at Mach 10 and you would be amazing, right? You're an amazing rider. You're right in the main events and, and it's amazing how great you are on a bike, Carlin. And then when you look at yourself to a cow like Roxon, like you're just like, how do I get there? It's just such a... Yeah, it's, the, it's so, that next gap. It's yeah. Insane. Yeah, really, right? It's just uh, how do you get there? What do you got to do? Everything else, right? So how, yeah. did you, how did you meet the Seven Deuce Deuce? Like, are you guys, like, are you Central Cal rivals or how did that happen? Um, I really didn't know him until midway through last year. Um, cause I didn't, when I went pro, I didn't really know anyone. And I, I mean, I still don't know a ton of people, but, mm-hmm. but, uh, I didn't have any, anywhere, didn't have anywhere to ride. So I, I was like, okay, I gotta go to SoCal cause that's all I know. There's those tracks down there, but I was in no way, shape or form able to fund $65 a day to ride. Yeah. Um, so about mid season, I ended up just getting his number through a buddy of mine and then uh, called him and he just was like, yeah, sure. Like just make sure we got to sign some waivers and stuff. And then I met him. I met him at Oakland last year it was the first official time I met. Him. Okay. All right. And then ever, ever since then, I kind of, kind of just got my name in there, you know, as, yeah, as yeah. one of those guys to, to get in. So this year, yeah, he just, he hit me up out of nowhere and was like, Hey, like we're putting together a couple, couple guys to get out and do Castillo. Like you want to be a part of it? And I was like, heck yeah. 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 You're Lompoc mafia now, bro. Lompoc. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've known I've known Tyler for a really long time though. Oh, okay. I used to train okay. long time ago, long time ago on eighty fives and stuff. We used to train with the same guy down south, and that's so I've known Tyler for a long time, but never known Adam. So, did you? What's this track Tyler runs or has up there? Have you been there? Like, what's the deal with that? Is it just I, a local? I haven't been there. No, okay. I heard it's pretty cool. I mean, I've never been there myself, but I know a bunch of people who have. So, growing up, are there places to ride all around Paso Robles or? No, Zaka Station is our closest one. Oh my God, really? That's, oh, geez, that's an hour, an hour yeah. and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Okay, wow, that's a that's a far deal for you to get into it. So, how did you get into dirt bike riding then? How how was that? Um, I mean, just we had some fair races when I grew up. So right, right, in, right in the middle here, we have a really big fair that goes on, and and uh, just I got my first bike was a like a KX sixty. I think it wasn't even sixty five. Might have been sixty. Um, and then I just rode that, and then. Rode desert forever. Oh, you did for okay. Thanksgiving and, yeah, yeah. and New Year's and whatever. Just just went out there and rode and never did anything. And about about six or seven, my dad we went back to a fifty and I just raced fifties amateur for a bit. Never was serious at all until about super minis, and then I went to Loretta's that year. And, and then that's when I yeah. started started kind of just doing a full time racing deal. And your dad's like getting a bug too, and you know digging. Yeah, it, and right? then we I, I got a little brother. He was racing too. So about the same time we started. Uh huh. Um, man, yeah, it's, 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 it is nice up there. I spent some time in, in uh, San Luis Obispo over the years. It's really nice. It's, it's underrated. Nobody really talks about it, but it's, it's nice up there. Yeah, no, it's a super cool area. It's yeah. just wine country. I mean, yeah. People just come here to wine taste and, and great weather and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, no, no, they want nothing to do with dirt bikes around here whatsoever. No, I bet, right? Um, so, uh, where do you stay down in South, uh, when you're in SoCal? I, I stay with the Mosman family. Oh, okay. In cool. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Josh uh, was a huge fantasy pick this weekend and had a rough debut for him. So uh, he'll 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 be better. No, he. I mean, he did good though. He, it's always it's always a lot to take in that first one. It he'll, is. he'll get better for sure. Oh he, yeah. No. I'm, I'm I'm stoked. He he was able to race it though. I mean, like I said, I didn't even make it in my first one. Yeah. So yeah. He's way he's way ahead of what I did. Well, last summer I was really impressed with him. Last summer riding the 450 nationals you know i was like this he's in shape he tries hard for the whole moto like i i really like the way 
you know, kind of everything he's got going on that way. He impressed me last summer. He, he wasn't the quickest guy, like raw speed wise, but man, he had a lot of heart and uh, he worked his way all moto long, you know. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, and and when I remember about you racing, is you one of the only guys that you used to wear Axo, didn't you? Yep, I did. Yeah, Axo, bro, bringing it back. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey, so for for yourself to uh, to take that next step to work on that next step, like what do you need to work on? Do you think like what do you need to get better at and uh, and everything else? Um, I it's always tough thinking about that. I just I mean it's just time. I just each each time I get on the bike, you have to make sure you're you're doing it with a purpose. You're not just there riding. So you're yeah. always trying to always trying to better something. Always trying to better whip technique, corner speed. Yeah. Scrubbing speed. I mean, everything's a little bit. I mean, my trainer that I just started working with, Brian McDonald, he uh, he's been helping me a ton. I mean, he he takes a bunch of video and breaks things down in different ways that uh-huh. that you don't even that you don't even really think of, and then you're yeah. like, wow, like little little tiny stuff that adds up everywhere is insane, and it's it just becomes big overall in a lap. So so just got to keep picking away at the little things and and just keep riding and doing what I'm doing, and I'll just get better. Um, yeah, one of the things I think that people don't understand privateer-wise, and I worked as a mechanic for a number of privateers over the years, is like going out and pounding laps on the same track that you've ridden every day and you know exactly what RPM you need to be in to clear exactly this farm out. You almost, I mean, that's nothing wrong with that because, you know, it's doing laps and everything else, but there's practice with a purpose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, and that's... Yeah. That was my biggest my biggest gain this year is, I mean, last year I was so afraid to ride with someone and so afraid of being the slower guy and, and so afraid of putting in the laps. Like, I was just I was just not, not doing what I needed to do to where this year, I mean, I, I was riding Castillo and, and with, with the guys over there and mm-hmm. with Adam, and he, was, he would always want to do motos together and stuff like that. So, so replicating race pace and, and put, being put in uncomfortable positions uncomfortable positions during practice and stuff is what I benefited most from this off yeah. season. Yeah, no, it's, it's really, yeah. Pushing yourself and yeah. Getting beat maybe mentally, like not mentally, but getting beat down, you know, on the track sometimes yeah, can be a good yeah. thing where you're like, okay, all right. You know? So, um, you just got to learn how to, you know, learn and get better, I guess. Right. Um, exactly. How's the fitness for these main events? How you feel in the two that you made? Um, it's all good there off the bike. Yeah, I mean, last weekend was by far uh, the most riding I've done on a Supercross truck ever yep. between three practices, crashing, and a heat race, <laughs> LCQ, and then the main event. Yeah. Um, so I, was, I mean, I, I couldn't really tell because I was really sore from, from crashing. Um, but I, I, I know I can do them during practice. Yeah. I know I can do them. Not 100% race pace, but I know 85% I can keep the same lap times for 15 minutes. Um so I just I just been getting comfortable with making sure I can make them. You know I need to make sure I can do a heat race as hard as I possibly can without getting tired and LCQ. And then once I know I can I can get in those consistent consistently, then then I'll be like okay now we got to work on you know main stuff. Yeah, that's but now, a, uh, now I'm yeah. to the point to where I'm just I'm just building for the main. Um, yeah, that's really really right. The key to to knowing the pace is to get into more of them, and then you're just like okay I got this. I know exactly what I'm what I'm expecting to do here. Yeah. Uh, uh, Race Tech FXR Privateer Island Life Podcast number thirty six. Carlin Gardner on. You may have seen his name. Uh, he may have helped you win a couple of fantasy leagues, and uh, we're talking to him on the show. Pulpamex thirty is the code to save at FXR Racing. FXRRacing.com. Did you watch that snow cross at all? 
Carlin, did you see that stuff? I did, I did not. No, I didn't watch any of the X Games, unfortunately. Yeah, dude, you got a Snowcross is cool. RV was in it, although he didn't make the main. Um, and race tech suspension, Pulpamex 18 is the code. They break through the limitations of the OEM designs. Race tech uh, builds top level suspension for many, many privateers out there, including Carlin. How how's your race tech experience been, man? It's been awesome. I've been a part of the race tech um, company for for a long time. I, I've uh, I've never wanted to change anything else. They I used to, I actually ran race tech before I even got supported by race tech, oh, and then you. we ended up just coming together and. I met Chris, and I've never, never left since. Fantastic, good to hear. Uh, hey, did I see your name up in? I'm I'm Canadian, so I follow the series up there pretty good. Okay. Did I see you race some Canadian races? Yeah, I did the last two. Okay. And how'd it go? Yeah. It was interesting. I. Uh, <laughs> it was interesting. I mean, it was it was a cool it was a cool experience. I just I I was coming off a wrist injury, and I didn't really have much time on the bike, and um. Yeah, I mean it was it went all right. I think I got a twelfth overall in the first race, and the first one was like a straight mud race. That was a miserable day. Where was and that? Then, uh, the last one was in RJ in Barry, right? Where was the other one? Uh, like Deshaun Bowl or something. Oh like that, yeah, or... yeah, yeah. Yep, I remember that. Yep, it was. Uh... Yeah, cool, cool tracks. But yeah, I mean, I wish I would have experienced that one without a little bit of rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and... it was it was cool. And then the last one, I just I I fell apart. It was bad. <laughs> I. Uh, I fell apart. <laughs> I, yeah, I couldn't. I, I, I think I went maybe 16, 18 or something like that. Yeah. But I, I literally started like top 10 and just went backwards. Yeah, it yeah. was it was quite pathetic. I just, that was the first real test, though, I, I've i had of, of a race pace 30 minute moto because I never, I was just coming off of an injury. Yeah. And yeah. I think I was not, I was definitely not prepared to what I should have been. Did you drive all the way there from Cali? Like, was that the plan or how? No, that, I, okay. I flew there. But, you, but your mechanic did? Uh, nope, my mechanic flew with me. Um, PRMX gave oh, okay. me a bike to race. There we go. Yeah, I didn't know how that all worked. I'm like figuring. I'm thinking, why did you decide? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they, I got a bike supplied up there for me. Ah, got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, the last round in Barrie. I've ridden that track before a long time ago, and I watched it on the uh, on the on the app, and it was square edged and and harder than I ever remember it. You know, it was just a real tough track. Yeah, I mean, it was it was like sandy ish with a really hard base. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember. So it was really, really, really tough to to predict. Um, would you do it again? Would you go up there again if someone offered you a ride? If I got a ride, absolutely. Yeah, I don't. I don't think some of those guys drive up there and drive each round. It's insane. Yeah, dude, there's um, not much money for for purse money. To, to no, not. Yeah. I mean, not at all, really. <laughs> so I, unless I got you know some support yeah. and some travel money, that's I would love to go do them, but. On my own dime, I don't. I don't. There's nothing really worth it. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Uh, hey, you run number eight hundred five for your area code, or what? Is that is that what we're talking about? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's exactly what I am. I like it. I'm eight hundred five too. I I used to live. Really? In, uh, I used to live in Camarillo. Okay. So, yeah. Do you know where that is? It's up off the one hundred one there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I used to live in Camarillo, so my phone number is 805 also. So I like that. I like that. Staying strong. Hey, doing my research on you for this podcast, you won a two-stroke title at Loretta's? Uh, yes, I did. Dude, what'd you ride? What was it? Uh, I had a just a Yamaha 2B2 stroke. Okay. And just... Yeah, it was what? actually, it was pretty wild. Yeah, like, because obviously you're young enough, like, where you didn't grow up riding these things, and they're weird to you and strange and everything else. Um, so what uh, what made you do that? Uh, well, let's see. That was, I did one year in Superman class, and then I did one year just in Schoolboy 1. 
and then the next year was school by one in two stroke class. So um, it was, I don't know. It's just, we ran two strokes as long as physically possible. One, my dad really believed it made me a better rider. Uh-huh. It just taught you, taught you to just carry more speed everywhere. And they yeah, were yeah. by far cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so until, until I got to the level of needing a four stroke, we kind of just stayed on two strokes and, uh, yeah, we went in like going in two stroke class, really not even kidding. That was like our backup class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were focusing, we were focusing on school by one. Like that was more prestige class to, to race. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I qualified on a one twenty five and stuff. And then like three weeks before, before Loretta's were like, shoot, we need to get, cause we were going to build a one fifty or something like that or a one forty four. Yeah. Yeah. And we were like, we're going to get worked. <laughs> so we went out and just, and a buddy of ours got us a good deal on a 282 stroke. I rode it for like a week, and then we drove drove, uh, drove up there and raced it. And it was weird. I, I don't know. I just It just kind of clicked. Everything clicked and went well, and shoot, just made it happen. Oh, that's, Yeah, that's pretty cool. What were your moto scores? I went... I went 3-1-2 or 2-1-3. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was... Yeah, I was... I, well, the first model, I got, like, a terrible start and came up to third. And I was like, shoot, like, if I yeah. start first, like, yeah. I got this thing. Yeah, yeah. So then se- second moto, just got a good start and got the whole – or didn't get the whole shot, but, like, third or fourth. And yeah. just got the moto win there. And then third moto started, I think, third or second, got into first, was leading with, like, a 15-second gap and ended up wadding my brains out. <laughs> it was the most goon thing I could have done, like, way out in the lead and just tore myself up got up and just rode to third and it was good enough to, nice. to clinch it. Yeah, nice work. Um are you gonna do anything on the East Coast at all for Supercross? Any plans when the series goes east? Yeah, I'm I'm in I'm in the middle of uh kinda kinda put together a little four fifty East Coast program uh, nice. with nice. BWR with BWR engines. Yeah. Um yeah, so I'm planning on doing doing most of the as much as I can of the four fifty East. Wait till you get like seventh in the LCQ and you take home more than you would for fifth place in the in the oh, it, it's ridiculous. I've already <laughs> looked at that, <laughs> dude. I don't I don't understand it. I, I I'm on the guys that felt all the time. They got to make it better. They got the they got to make the purse better for two fifties. I mean, they 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 know. upped it a little bit this year. Did they? What they? Yeah, by like twenty bucks or something each spot or what? Uh, well, for the night show, it's like I think like sixty seventy dollars more. Oh, okay, yeah, that's something. I guess still needs to be more, but yeah. that's something. Yeah. But what's crazy is in, I was looking in the 450 LCQ, like starting at like eighth or ninth or something, it starts going up to where a 250 class it doesn't. Yeah. It only changes when you yep. make the main. Yep, yep, exactly. Um, no, Which I, I think they yeah. should at least do that. I mean, I've always said if if, you, if you're a veteran, if you're a veteran of the series, and you're not going to get a ride with Mitch or Geico or whoever, just go to 450s because now you can make some money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and and, yeah. and that's it's true. But I mean, the two fifty class, like you're not in it to really make money unless you're a factory guy. You're just in it to make a name for yourself. Yes. So. Yeah. Yep. No, absolutely. No. So you, that's that's yeah. still what I'm trying to do. Oh no, no, not for a guy like you. You got to give it a shot in, or a couple of years. But yeah, I'm saying, yeah. like, if you're if you're like a like Justin Starling, like uh, uh-huh. good guy, never going to get hired by a main team because his his window yeah. is over. Um, so just go start making money. In my opinion, just go. You know, start making main events. Start getting even if you get fourth or fifth in the LC or fifth or sixth in the LCQ, you're making a you're making a money. You're making enough to pay for your travel. You know, so um, anyways, yeah, that's another another rant for another time. Um, a race tech suspension FXR uh, racing privateer island podcast with Carlin Gardner, uh, number thirty six in the series. Bummer about Tyler Entignat, bro. That sucks. He's going to be out for a while. Probably miss Supercross. I'm bummed for Ty. Yeah, that's that's awful. 
You never never want to see that happen. And the Seven Deuce Deuce has been having a good year, though. First two main events, no yeah. problem. Yeah, I'm pumped for him. He had a pretty he had a bunch of bad luck this weekend, but yeah, he's been doing good. Yeah, did I hear he changed his motor out or something? I didn't. I didn't. I I couldn't remember. I talked to him briefly, um, <laughs> and he was just saying, yeah, some something was going wrong, and he they tried doing a motor swap or something like that. And, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He they just he just. Shoot, you just have those weekends. Nothing just nothing goes right. No, some fan said, "Yeah, I saw him swapping a motor out." I'm like, "Oh wow, really? Okay." All right. Yeah, we were parked around on the other side. We saw all kinds of stuff going on, <laughs> tools flying in everywhere. Um, so, Carlin, before we wrap up on the show, who's helping you out? Who do you want to Who do you want to thank? Um, yeah, B- BWR Engines. Brian White. He has been a huge help this year. He uh, he builds an awesome motor and has brought in a lot of support for for me and then uh, my dad. Um, MX Athletics. We're uh, it's kind of our our uh, our little team. We kind of created to get get out and get a little name for ourselves. Um, he's by far the the biggest support in any of this. Um, L Tech Construction. They've been a big help. Um, Race Tech. SSI Decals. Um, yeah, those are okay. Awesome, man. Yeah, they're just great. Always uh, the bunch bunch of people help me out. Um, yeah, but yeah. Oh no! Of course, that's uh, that's awesome, man. And like I said, uh, I think you've been a sort of a sort of an underrated surprise of the year, making the first two main events and uh, riding well in them. You know, riding well in the qualifiers and stuff. So, um, missing the practice session in Glendale uh, that's that's a good one. I don't know if I've ever, I don't know if anybody's ever made the main made the main after missing one whole practice session. We should look into that. That might be you might have some yeah, sort of record. I don't, I don't know. I don't want it to happen again. <laughs> no, no doubt. Well, hey man, thanks for your time on the uh, FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Podcast. Uh, good luck the rest of the year. Uh, if I see you this weekend, I'll come say hi, man. Thanks for the time. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, man.